Welcome to the Influence Podcast. My name is Tom Yanni. Now, it's one thing to prioritize diversity and inclusion behind the scenes, but it's another to do so successfully in each and every consumer-facing marketing campaign to ensure that it's culturally appropriate and accurately representative of cultures you're looking to strike a chord with. Diversity and inclusion in the stories we tell and the faces we see has never been more important than marketers really trying to keep up to create deeper connections with their target consumers and make them feel understood. On today's episode, I sit down with Salma Denani, the Senior Manager of Inclusion and Belonging at Sephora Canada. Interesting title, isn't it? We'll learn more about what Salma's role entails, how Sephora Canada has become a leader in championing diversity through fair representation, and the responsibility of those in marketing to have promoting diversity and equity. It was in conversation that gave me a few light bulb moments as a marketer myself, and I hope it does the same for you. Enjoy. Salma, I'm so excited to be talking with you today. Lots of really interesting discussions that we're going to have here. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here, Tom. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, now as a starting point, you're the Senior Manager of Inclusion and Belonging at Sephora Canada. And that's a role that probably didn't exist in many companies in the past and many today, even still. So tell us a little bit about what that role entails. Yeah, absolutely. You you couldn't be more right. Um, so I, I just recently joined the Sephora Canada team to really support their diversity and inclusion steering and task force teams to bring a focus and level of expertise to diversity, equity, and inclusion work that was already happening there. Key part of my role is really to focus on our data and global benchmarks to ensure that progress continues to happen from that DEI perspective and to use that to really elevate our story. I'm also here to act as a general point of support and counsel for all of our team members on the topic of DEI, ensuring that everyone in their respective roles are really taking an inclusive approach to whatever work it is that they're doing. I think it's also equally exciting to be here at such a unique point in time, you know, as it relates to their journey, um, where I can sort of consult with stakeholders, business partners, and really use my position to influence their path and their strategy forward as it relates to this work. Previous to my time here, I was with Loblaw Companies for a short while, and previous to that, Airbnb for nearly five years, where I had a wonderful slew of opportunities to really bring diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging to life in organizations, both in a small way and in a large way. So I'm just thrilled to sort of bring that back to Sephora Canada and see what we can't do here together. Awesome. And like you said, these are obviously very important discussions in the business world in just life in general. And you've been doing this for quite some time. So whether at Sephora or previously at some of your other roles, what are some of the biggest challenges that you face in this role in the workplace? Yeah, that's a great question. And honestly, there's just so much amazing work that's happening in the diversity, equity, inclusion. I'm going to say DEI a lot, but in the DEI space, the challenge really becomes figuring out how to contribute to all this fantastic work in a way that's uniquely yours. It's also really challenging because where there's so much great stuff happening, you kind of begin to ask yourself, how am I going to do all of this? People only have so much bandwidth. And so figuring out how and what to prioritize while still meeting expectations and knowing we can't do everything at once is probably one of the main challenges I encounter in, in positions like this. I always try to remind myself and others that these things can take time. 
And we're on a continual journey towards making our respective organizations, and in this case, Sephora Canada, a place where everyone feels like they belong. You know, we're also working towards creating a base data set for us to utilize and advance our efforts. As I sort of alluded to earlier, like data is a really, really big piece of, of a role like this. And so knowing you've implemented something is fantastic, but there reaches a point where you need to understand the impact of what you've done in order to measure how successful it is. And I think that that's something that's quite often overlooked in roles like this, or at the very least, people can appreciate in roles like this, that it really is a, a genuine challenge. You know, data is important, and we really do need it to ensure we're constantly improving. That's really interesting. I hadn't really considered the data piece. I'd only been sort of considering just the human element, I suppose. And then you mentioned both inwardly and outwardly. There's different things that take place within the company and then outwardly towards, you know, the public and the world in general. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a lot of companies that are now being made more aware of a role like yours and perhaps even thinking about implementing something like that within their own company. So I'm wondering, as somebody that's been doing this for some time, how important is it for companies to be thinking about this type of role? And do you have any gauge for at what point it makes sense for a business to have this role in place given their size? Yeah, you know, that's it's another great question. I do think positions like mine are certainly important. You know, they really show that a company is serious and, and dedicated to this work, and it really underscores their commitment to it. However, I also think it's possible for a company to lean into the work by integrating it into their business, right? You don't necessarily need to have a position like mine. I think like where it certainly helps, it isn't necessarily essential as long as there's a commitment to ensuring a culture of inclusion, continuous education and action. It can create less of a need for someone in a dedicated role like this if there's a genuine onus on everyone to, to be involved, right? And there's a level of accountability towards that involvement. I think the goal really for, for someone in the position or otherwise should always be to get everyone to a point of having that inclusive lens where they're always working to build empathy, they're always educating themselves, they're always having these difficult but honest conversations that really help to build that sense of belonging for people and create that culture of inclusivity. At Sephora Canada, you know, that work was well underway by the time I arrived. So it was kind of nice to join and just provide additional support and that expert lens and strategic guidance to the genuine commitment and work that's already happening. I think as it relates to other organizations, everyone sort of has their own moment in time. You may need it. You may not need it. I think it just depends on the culture and the level of commitment to the work. That was really interesting. And empathy, belonging, um, sort of the culture of the organization. And obviously, Sephora has been very well known for having done a really tremendous job in terms of pushing for all of these matters when it comes to their own media and marketing. And that's something in, in our shoes on the agency side that is something that's a major conversation with a lot of our clients and a lot of people that we speak to. How do you how do you ensure that you're putting these things into practice and ensuring that we are giving everybody a voice at the table? And so I'm wondering, as somebody uh, that's working for a company that has been quite effective in this, how do you ensure that the stories that Sephora tells and the advertisements that are created are authentic, honest, that cultures are represented, and that what can sometimes be sort of you know, there's some sensitivities around different things related to culture and race and things of that matter. How do you work through the exploration process and make sure that uh, you're doing a good job with that? 
Yeah, totally. I think one of the challenges in, in shaping these stories is that as much as we're experts in storytelling and beauty, not one person is an expert in everything, right? I, I think it would be really naive to think that way. Um, while I can be educated on mindfulness, maybe a particular topic, specific communities, having a level of appreciation for, for these things amongst others, I just don't have the lived experiences, the connection to culture and history that everyone else does in their own respect. You know, I have my own experiences and, and you know, lived journey and, and perspective. So therefore, I think like a vital part of our process is really leaning into consultation, consultation with communities in order to ensure that we're including those members of, of a particular group in the process, right? So that when we're aiming to tell these stories or elevate their voices on our platform, it's done authentically, right? And it tells a meaningful story, an impactful story. I really want to go back to this piece about consultation because it's really vital to getting it right or as close to right as possible. You know, for us to be able to deliver on this promise and this commitment and to keep that authentic tone, to be mindful of those sensitivities, we just need to better understand these, these communities, the people within them, in order to gather that well-rounded perspective. And as I said, share the stories in a meaningful way. Love that. Consultation, that seems to be something that comes up quite a bit and it makes a tremendous amount of sense. And so I'm wondering on that note as well, that obviously the brand mission of Sephora seems to be very closely tied to the messaging of the different campaigns that are run, which is a commendable thing and, and something that I think a lot of people are striving for. I'm wondering how, as you evolve through this process, it's a creative endeavor, right? Things are evolving and changing all the time. New products emerge. Um, how does your team ensure that sort of the mission and the message remain in alignment as you're exploring working with different cultures and using beauty as the vehicle for that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think from my end, and, and also I can speak confidently on behalf of the team, that we all really believe that there's no singular expression of beauty. You know, we want to ensure that through our We Belong brand platform, that all Canadians, no matter their diversity dimensions, see themselves represented in our campaigns, within our stores, and even beyond. We really do pride ourselves on being that leading prestige beauty retailer and on servicing everyone with expertise, no matter what your or their perspective of beauty is. So I think it's really trying to remain tight on that. And this sort of ties into what we were just talking about in terms of consultation, but curious to get your thoughts on this as well, which is just that something that, that we experience working on the agency side is that it can, it can be challenging to ensure that a company, that an individual, that we sort of strike the right tone around issues and conversations that are uh, that can be sensitive in nature to many different people. And so perhaps uh, it's the consultation piece, but perhaps there's some other elements that come into play. How does your team create those sort of checkpoints or, or guardrails to ensure that you're striking the right tone with the different campaigns that you run? Absolutely. You know, we've, we've gone through a lot of learnings as an organization internally and really taken those learnings through previous um, campaigns and, and all the other initiatives that we've run internally or externally. And we've taken those learnings to create guardrails, right? We really want to ensure that we're highlighting moments that we're actually taking action behind. We do a lot of, as I mentioned, as you mentioned, a lot of consultation, but we also do it internally with our employees that identify with a particular group or community and with those who celebrate or practice certain moments. 
you know, we listen to our clients, however they're communicating with us, be it in store, on social media, by directly contacting us. And we take that feedback alongside our own internal learnings very seriously. We lean quite a bit as well on our community partners to help us in understanding what the appropriate tone and way to communicate is with, with particular groups as well. And we're doing things for certain communities or where we're doing things for certain communities, we're really elevating the voices of those communities. So it seems very appropriate that we're sort of collecting this feedback through all these different groups and channels to, again, as I sort of touched on earlier, really get that well-rounded perspective, right? And just as I had shared, where we aim to focus on our employees, clients, and communities, it really is to, to elevate their voices and ensure we're doing it in a respectful way. And so I think that consultation across all those groups and the learnings and guardrails that we've put into place really supports that for our organization. Some really great advice for a lot of other brands and agencies out there that might be looking for advice on how to navigate these matters. And it's definitely a conversation that we have internally a lot as well, just in relation to the idea of, you know, you can't be unless you see. And the more you see, the more that it's just good for everybody, right? Like you want to, you want everybody to be able to see themselves in, in the media that they consume. And it's a responsibility for us that is important because we know that we're creating materials that can shape opinions and views. And obviously Sephora is doing that to a large extent as well. So on that note too, just wondering about how you view the responsibility of marketing as it pertains to diversity and equity and fair representation within the media landscape and on behalf of brands itself. This is a conversation where it's become even more prominent and more important in recent years because there's been so much social activism across social media. And that's creating a world where it, there's sort of a, a demand for brands to comment on these issues and to take a stand in some fashion. And so I'm wondering what you think about that in terms of where marketing fits into that landscape and what responsibilities lie with marketers. Yeah, totally fair. And while I'm not a part of the marketing team at Sephora Canada, what I can tell you is that diversity, equity, and inclusion is really a core part of the organization's DNA, right? Not just the DNA, but also the mission. So through the last few years, before the height of the current social justice movement, we've been hearing from our employees, clients, and communities that there was a need for better representation, just as you, you mentioned. We know that this is something that's needed. It's definitely no surprise. Our goal really is to continue along the path that we have, creating multiple opportunities for different groups to share their stories, really shining a light on these special moments. You know, we can look at like our Diwali campaign, we can look at Lunar New Year as a couple of examples. And we're just trying to find not only those opportunities, but new opportunities to create impact. I, I think one other thing I would love to mention here is that responsibility. You know, while, while marketing does have a responsibility because of the points that you mentioned, it doesn't just sit with marketing. I think it's it also sits with the company as a whole. And I think that that's where my role really comes in. The goal is really just to ensure that everyone within Sephora Canada is better equipped to be more inclusive and really act as that catalyst of change, right? So it moves not just from one person, but rather where everyone's doing it, you just have a greater chance of creating that positive change. Very cool. And given your line of work, I would imagine, obviously, this is something that you're very passionate about. I'm curious, just looking at sort of the business world at large, to what extent do you think that brands should be expected to speak up and that companies 
uh, should comment on these matters to continue pushing the discussion forward. Totally. And, you know, undoubtedly, um, organizations, brands are being held under a microscope right now, right, in order to make that headway. And, and they absolutely can play an important role by they themselves learning, uh, leaning into opportunities and leading by example. As I sort of kind of touched on before, I do think it's important to remember, though, that it is the responsibility of each person individually and all of us as a collective society to push the agenda forward. So I think they absolutely have that role to play, but I think it's also meant to, to sort of be that, that catalyst, right, that, that supports everyone else also leaning in. And on that note, have there been, perhaps it's with Sephora, you just referenced a, a couple campaigns that seem to be top of mind, whether it's Sephora or elsewhere, are there any campaigns that you've seen that you feel have done a really tremendous job of capturing these types of initiatives? Yeah, for sure. And I mean, like, you know, I'm, I'm going to say generally, I so I've always been a huge fan of Super Bowl commercials. It's probably my favorite time of year. And I think in the last couple of years, we've started to see a little bit more diversity coming into those particular commercials. So I think just as like a wide cast sort of net, just mentioning that piece, that it's it's sort of nice over the years, like if you've been tuning into Super Bowl, if you're a football fan, that you kind of get to see that evolution of very coveted um, commercial positions. I think another that that really spoke to me in, in a different way was, you know, a variety of different Airbnb commercials. Again, they had posted one or shared one during a Super Bowl spot a couple years back. And it was just one of those ones that really connected with me because of the level of diversity that was included within it. And I feel like we don't, at least at that time, didn't often see that happening. And it was related to, um, you know, again, like some of the, the work that they were doing around like refugees and, and their, um, their kind of social impact work. And that really connected with me both between the visuals and also because I myself am like a child of immigrant parents, and, and I know how challenging it was for them to come to Canada. I know some of my own challenges that I've had. And so it was just a beautiful campaign that sort of connected with me through a lot of different means. And then touching on Sephora Canada, I happen to be someone who's pretty easy to market to. If you throw a whole bunch of like bold colors or like shiny, glittery stuff like on the screen, you got my attention. I'm like a child. <laughs> But with that being said, I think that's really where Sephora caught my eye because a couple of years back before, before I joined them, I noticed their Diwali campaign and identifying as South Asian myself, it was a bit surprising and unexpected. Bold, beautiful colors, you know, seeing women who, who looked like me or who looked like my, my grandmother. It was beautiful to see that and see them celebrating a moment that wasn't or isn't traditionally uh, celebrated in, in North America for the most part, or at least not through my own experiences. And so that campaign really caught my attention. And then later on, when I had the opportunity to come and work for Sephora Canada, I was beyond thrilled, right? Having seen that one in subsequent campaigns, I was like, oh, yes, please. I'd love to be there for that. That's really cool. And that actually ties in nicely to my last question, which is just off the top, we mentioned that this role may not have it, the role that you are currently occupying and that you've been doing for a number of years now may not have existed 15 years ago, that sort of thing. It's probably something 15 years into the future that will be much more common. And that also ties into, you'd mentioned that there were sort of some discussions amongst uh, the internal team, as well as 
from customers that, you know, there's a desire for more representation in, in media and in marketing and advertising, that sort of thing. So this has been happening for a prolonged period of time. And a lot of these discussions more culminated over the last 12 to 18 months or so, but it's not going to stop and it's going to continue to evolve and the demands of the public and of our teams and just the way that we operate is going to continue to move in this fashion. So I'm wondering as somebody that's overseeing this for Sephora, and this is obviously a very progressive company, but part of the drill is also how do you stay on top of you know, the evolution of these discussions and how these things evolve, which seems like a challenge in and of itself. So I'm just wondering how uh, you will think about evolving over time and remaining true to the mission of the company while being able to capture the essence of the moment. I think evolution is a beautiful thing. And, you know, any brand or organization being in tune with their employees, their clients or the demographics that they serve, and their communities are, are really important, right? When you have processes in place that support that connection to those groups, it allows you to be very aware of what's happening and what people's expectations are at any given point in time. And so where you have these opportunities to do more or better with these groups or where you're in tune with those groups, it allows you those opportunities to do more and to do better and to continue to evolve depending on what their needs are what their desires are, what the expectations are from society at any one given point in time, especially given like our brand platform, which is focused around belonging, ensuring that we connect with everyone and understand all those elements will continue to be a part like the, the utmost of the utmost importance for us at Sephora Canada, right? We need to have our finger on the pulse so that we know what's needed, what's expected, what's desired. And we can absolutely go about delivering that. Cool. Well, it has been really insightful just hearing your feedback and learning more about your role and how that pertains to Sephora, but also just sort of the world of business in general and marketing and advertising and some of the tips that you've provided to ensure that you're bringing different perspectives to the table and ensuring that that's represented in the work being done. So really appreciate your time today. And thank you so much for joining us. Of course, Tom, it was an absolute pleasure. Really appreciate you having us on here and, and being so willing to share my passion on this topic today. For more information on Sephora Canada's overall commitment to diversity and inclusion, check out Sephora.ca and at Sephora Canada on Instagram. And for the latest in digital marketing news and the world of technology, visit us at theinfluenceagency.com or follow us at Influence Agency. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.